blossoming, blossoming moment to Today I'm Alive. I'm your host, Margaret Abigail. Welcome, everyone. As we continue to celebrate Women International for all their achievements and Mother's Day, which is March 19, today I'm overjoyed to welcome Kamapala Chikuka. Uh, do you mind if I call you Kami? Is that okay? Oh. Not Margaret. <laughs> yeah. She's originally from Cameron and is presently living in London. Cammy is a mom of three boys, the founder of Creative Digital Agency, and write diverse children's books that promote positive moral values and encourage self-love. There's three words that stems Cammy up: inspiration, creativity, love. Today's discussion is a changing phase of motherhood. A section on my book, Priceless Rose of a Mother. Oh, Kami, I'm so, so excited to have you on the show today. Welcome. Oh, thank you so much, Margaret. Oh, is it Margarita we're calling you? Because that's what I fondly call you anyway. Um, I'm so delighted to be here. Delighted and honored to be here today. And I just want to say well done on your podcast. I listen to it all the time because I find a lot of inspiration. And, you know, your story is just phenomenal. I think in, in all, um, in totality, you're just an amazing role model and an inspiration for many, many people, not just for women, but for many people. Honestly, your show, it's amazing. So it's my honor to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, so, so sweet. Those words just touch my heart, um, Cami. So thank you very much for sharing them. Yes, but as we said, the main point of this discussion is a change in face of motherhood. And I want you to tell, to share with the audience what impact you, what propel you to, to do what you're doing. I know you have an agency with three boys. I mean, this is so wonderful to, to hear a woman, you know, she has three sons, but able to do what you're doing. And I think the, the audience needs to know this. It's such a, a needed topic for, to know how you can manage that, doing what you're doing today, what impact you, what trauma or whatever impact you. Could you share it with us uh, today, um, Cami? Yes, uh, of course. So as Margaret lovely said, my name is Kamapala Chikuka. I am a mom of three boys and I, I write diverse children's books, as well as running um, a digital marketing agency. Um, so you did say, how do I do it? I don't. <laughs> if I'm being honest, most days, you know, it's really early mornings, late nights, but hey, we're doing it anyway. Hmm. Um, I My story is more or less like most, um, I would say, diverse authors who write these books. Uh, the reason why I started writing children's books um, especially diverse children's books is because as a mom with three beautiful black boys, I was looking for books that represented them. I, I was looking for books that had, you know, characters that look like them, characters that look like me. Mm -hmm. And I just couldn't find these books. Mm -hmm. So um, I thought maybe my local library doesn't have them. Let me try and look for other, let me try and source from other libraries, but it was more or less, same life um different library same story we just couldn't find these books and i thought goodness me there is a lack of diverse children's books you know in our local libraries and libraries are far and i said someone needs to be writing these books someone wow. 
anyone but me. I mean, what did I know about writing children's books? It's rocket science, isn't it? I mean, trying to keep their imagination, you know, peeled for that long. I thought, nope, someone needs to write these books, but definitely not me. So I carried on living my life, head buried in the sand. But there's something about me that, you know, <laughs> I always say I've got this nag of a spirit. Mm. If there's something that needs to be done, and if in the slightest way I can offer a solution to a problem, I've got a nag of a spirit. She will nag me until I am part of the solution. <laughs> so that's how I became um, a diverse children's author of three published books. Now I wrote one, I wrote two, and I thought, well, I might as well carry on writing these books. But yeah. Um, my first can I, book. Can I, of, just, can I just interject yeah. there? There is something sure. that you said that was so fluid to my mind, my soul, my body. When you said the nag of a spirit, I, I yeah. know we are Aquarians because, yes, I, I, I found out that during a discussion. And do you know there is a similarity of what you are saying there about the nag of the spirit? The same thing happened with me for me to be on the show doing what I'm doing. There was something nudging me, nudging me, pushing me, knocking me, screaming, saying, let me out, let me out. So when yep. you say what you're saying, Kami, it really, really resonates with me. It's such a lovely yep. way to hear. So thank you for sharing that. Oh, wow. Continue where you left off, my dear. And that's, I mean, I guess for those of you listening, um, um, what I want to say is if it just doesn't go away, if, it, you know, if you're trying to bury it, if you're trying to just put it at the back, but it's constantly there, then please take action. Even if it's the smallest thing that you can do, just take action. If there's, you know, a blog that you need to start, write find a title for it, you know, get your domain, start writing. Because I think most of us, come to the end of our lives with so much regret but we don't have to anyway we'll go back we'll come back to that won't we Margarita <laughs> yes, I know yes. <laughs> so yeah my nag wouldn't go away and one day I was going to go visit a friend and I just this I was I was actually in the shower when this happened I just got these words coming at me these beautiful words just kept coming at me and I thought to myself goodness me what are these words I you know I, I was these words are just overwhelming I need to put them down on a piece of paper on a book so I quickly got out broke these words down and then I'm going to go see my friend and the words you know I'm just like oh I've got these beautiful words in my mind so I meet another mom you know I'm on my way to go see my friend I see a mom pushing a buggy and I look at her she looks at me mom code if she smiles back it means yes permission to approach oh. so I woke up to her. I'm like, can I read you these words? Um, I've just written them down. Can I please, do you mind? Just indulge me if I read these words to you really quickly. And she's like, yeah, sure. So I wrote, I read the words. So I'm like, if these words were turned into a book, would you buy it? And she goes to me, yes, I would. The words are so beautiful. And I think it's not just me. Moms will relate to your words. Yeah. And that's how Mommy's Love for You Will Always Be, which is the title of my first book, came about from the shower. Ooh, could you just repeat that again? I want the audience to hear that, to grasp it, to really feel it. Say that word. Yes. What is it? So the title of my first book is Mommy's Love for You Will Always Be. And oh. it's just a love poem, a love, you know, a mom just expressing the love that she has for her baby, the, that unconditional love through different milestones when they're first born, when they take their first steps, you know, so she's just telling that child that she'll always love them no matter oh. what. 
that was where the inspiration came from, really. Oh, that is so sweet. I mean, just to hear those words. I mean, what a kickstart, you know? And as you said, that spirit there that was nudging you, it was really on fire. And look what has happened. You've written the book, etc., and then followed by two more, which I know you will explain a bit more. So you can see this is a changing face of motherhood. When we look at how we were traditionally and now in the present to see the changes of how we can really align and understand with our children and things like that. So that really hits it on the head, my dear Camille. Please go on. I'm so, so, I, I just don't want you to stop. You know, I'm leaning forward, just listening to you attentively because the words that are coming out from your mouth are so needed, are so real. So thank you. Thank you. Continue sharing. Well, you know what? I'm really grateful that you, you know, you say it like that because for me, it really, it hit home when I, I first published that book and then I took it round to show parents in my school or even the principal, um, the head teacher at the time who, um, my children's school. One of the things she said to me is, because I chose to write this, my I chose to publish my book with characters that look like me with characters that look like my son. So the leads in it are all black characters, diverse characters. And she said to me, you know what, Kamapala, these books are so needed. We need more of these books. And I thought, goodness, I thought I was the only one who thought that. <laughs> yes. And, and, you know, and this just made me think, if I could write one, could I write two? <laughs> oh, and that's that's you know again it's just about us as moms sometimes you feel overwhelmed but it's the little things that you do the small steps um you don't have to do it all in one go yeah. how you to spend you know your time because truly the truth you say it in your book motherhood is you know it's you carrying so many you know like how many eggs all of them <laughs> too many too many too many <laughs> We're yes. just juggling all these balls and it's like, where do I find time to put to put my dreams in there? Where do I find time to insert my own, you know, the things I want to do when I've got all these children that are looking to me, you know, I've got mm -hmm. a home that I'm attending to. <clears throat> so for all you overwhelmed moms like me, um, I think for us, it's just about the structure or the, the way we organize our time, which is also in your book, mm -hmm. again, the role of a mother which I love by the way thank you <laughs> so many times um this it's just organizing ourselves and then trying to fit it you know the little dreams and you know in the in the little nuggets of spaces that we find what if you drop off the kids and you can just spend five minutes trying to do your own thing you yes. know if crafting if it's writing you know if it's exercise it's just trying to fit it through those little nuggets and that's how I you know I've been able to run a, a digital marketing company published author mom of three boys wow wow you know <laughs> Cammy, <laughs> Cammy, what you're saying there I mean you're also reflecting there's a chapter in um crisis roles of mother called a to z roles of a mother and you are actually saying you know all these things that a mother does, how we can really turn it into a career, we can turn it into, you know, some sort of business. And this is what, again, we need to realize. I know, yes, we're there to help our children, give them the best 
kickstart or headstart in life. But don't try and put your, your dreams at the back burner because that's what a lot of us tend to do. And from what you're saying here, Kami, you are, yes, you have three sons, being a mother, wife, etc., maintaining the home, but you, in your own right, self, say, no, I am going to do something that is in my heart, that is drumming at me, that is really want to get out. So this is why I am, I am hearing you what you're saying. And I want to learn about the two other books. How did you manage those two? <laughs> I'm very anxious and I'm sure the audience would like to know what happened next. <laughs> <laughs> so the other two books were really intentional. It wasn't just um, a happenstance like the first one where, you know, it just came to me. The second book, my second book is called Amma's Gift. And because apart from being, <laughs> apart from being a mom, a wife, a, a small business owner, um, an author, I'm, well, right now an author, but I also, prior to all of it, I, um, I'm, I'm also a life, I'm a certified life coach. So, with my clients one of the things you know well, well I don't really run my practice my practice actively as I used to before but I am anyway so one of the things that my clients used to always say to me is Kami or Kamapala I really want to do this but you know there was just too many buts mm -hmm. and one of the biggest buts that most of them used to say was I am afraid of how others will react or how people will feel. Or, you know, it's that that fear of if I do this, how would it be, you know, welcomed? Or the fear of what people would think, really, if I can put it really plain and simple. Like many of us want to do stuff, but we're really always in our minds thinking about other people's opinions, other people's reactions. So the second book, really, is about this little girl who, like most of us grown-ups, has you know all a talent her talent is singing her gift is singing and she loves singing but she would only sing to her parents because she's worried about how others will receive receive her voice would they like it what if they laugh you know what if they don't find it beautiful so she's got all these thoughts that are holding her back and then she meets you know she gets one day she meets a someone some you know some a friend mm -hmm. um actually it's a fairy godmother who's who comes to her and just you know tells her why she needs to share her gift why she needs to even for you listening why you need to make sure that that gift that is inside of you should be shared with the world like you're doing with today i'm alive you need to because when you do that you make the world more beautiful. You make the world happier by sharing. You are happier. The world is happy because they receive. So she tells her all of this. And from then on, Amma's like, ooh, light bulb moment. I'm actually making the world a better place by sharing my gift. Why would I want to keep myself? Oh, that is so beautiful. I mean, I mean, you know, if we were on video and people can see the expression on Kami's face and even my face too, because, you know, what Kami is saying, it reflects in me, you know, we have gifts in there and gifts are not to hold to yourself, it's to share, it's to give. And this is what gifts are all about. Don't hold it. Do you see Santa Claus holding all the gifts to himself? He goes out right. and give it. So this right. is what, you know, what Kami is saying there. And it does, does need to be heard, as I said. You know, people have so much fear, but fear is the unknown. Whatever you're looking for, you know, the unknown, going into the unknown, that's where you will find everything. So here is what Kami shared. That story is so beautiful. Now I'm very anxious to hear the third book. 
<laughs> well, again, if I could write one, I could write two. Could I write three? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now I'm thinking, you know what? What children need is just guidance, right? Like they need a little bit of guidance. Like you want them to, in the end, at the end of it all, all we all really want is just to be good human beings, right? Yeah. We're not trying to be anything, just good humans. So for me, I just thought, if I am in the position where I can make a difference, then I'm going to make a difference. I'm going to make an impact on these little minds. So I've decided that all the books I write, I'm going to just fill them with moral virtues, kindness, patience, love, um, you know, confidence, so that when these little ones pick those books, their minds are like, I could be better. I could be this. I could. Be. So my anyway, my third book is called Kind Obi, and I am a big kindness advocate like like kindness just makes me gosh like uh, when i see acts of kindness i'm one of those people who would see an act of kindness and just go so mushy mushy because i'm just like oh that's so sweet <laughs> <laughs> oh how sweet oh my gosh i mean oh that is such a such a sweet way of sharing what you learn and you know what you're doing what you're doing there is planting these seeds in the child's mind that young you see, yes. this is it. This is what's needed. Yes, we may have all the external things on social media, television, all the little iPads, but to have something like that, to plant those in their mind at that young state, oh my gosh, they could blossom into such a, a beautiful, be- well, I say blossom and fruits and things like that. So it's a beautiful way of describing it. Could you just pronounce the name again? Because the name of the third book? Again? Yes. So it's really simple. Kind. And the little boy in that story is called Obi, O-B-I, Kind Obi. Mm. So Kind Obi is a little boy who just loves being kind. He loves sharing kindness. And um, so he's got this little project coming up at school. It's called Kindness Week. And he's thinking, but I'm already kind. What can I do for Kindness Week? Something I need to do something big because everybody knows I'm kind. So I need to do something really big because it's a special, you know, week of kindness. So his parents just remind him, like, really, kindness is the small things, right? You're already being, you don't have to do anything big. It's the small things that you do that could literally change somebody's day. So you're already doing it. Just keep doing it. You don't have to do anything big or huge or spectacular to be kind. It's just those little things that make a big difference in oh. people. Oh. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. I want to ask now with these three books, Um, I hope you can hold it up because, you know, just to show me. <laughs> uh, these three books, do you go to like libraries and schools? Where do you go to share this? Because I have attended one of your um your workshops and I did see you doing the storytelling and all the kids there around you circle amazed, you know, and they were like so in it. So where do yeah. you go? Could you share with us where where do you go? How do people contact you, etc.? Thank you. So I do, I really do. Um one of the things that I, I really cherish is seeing their, their little faces light up when I read my book. So any opportunity I get to just go read a story makes me so happy. So, yes, when schools contact me and say, oh, could you come read? I'm always happy to oblige. It makes me happy because I see their faces. And then, you know, you have this interaction um, you have this interaction session with them and they, you know, they've got all these brilliant ideas to give you back. And it makes me really happy. So I go to schools. I go 
to libraries. I go, you know, I do events. I talk as well. I give talks as well. So, yes, for me, um, it's just the fact that I'm making a difference. Even if it's in my own small corner of the world, I am making a difference. And I'm really grateful for the opportunity to make a difference. Oh. How beautiful. I mean, really and truly, it was such an absolutely fruitful and well-needed discussion here today with Kami, the changing face of motherhood. We have moved on. We are growing. And this is what it's all about. I remember, Kami, you said something because just to remember today I'm alive yes. is something about trauma. But you discussed something to me. And I think the way you see trauma, can you explain that to the audience as to how you doing what you're doing, what what this trauma is all about for you to do what you're doing. So like you rightly said, before we even started this conversation, that, you know, people see trauma, like it has to be something big that has happened to them to just, you know, uproot their world upside down. Yes, we're not even going to take that lightly because many people go through that trauma and, you know, which is really sad that you can have something so big, so mega happen to you. But you also, you said it yourself that everyone has trauma. In, in one form or the other. But yeah, the way I expressed trauma was just that discomfort, right? Um, discomfort, like you're not just, you're, you know, you're disturbed by things that are happening in your life. They don't have to be big. Sometimes a trauma could just be, you don't like the way, you know, your house looks and you just need to declutter, right? That is trauma. I'm just traumatized thinking about the, the mess that I have to go clean up in my boys' room right now. So. <laughs> yes, yes. So. so it's just that discomfort that we all have in one form or the other. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm really grateful that you, you've, you've created this platform where you're sharing how we can, you know, we can find ways to elevate ourselves from that trauma. And then, like you say, we rise like the, you know, we saw like the Phoenix, right? Yes. Rise like Phoenix, that's your tagline. Because if you can find a way to elevate yourself from that trauma, then you're now free. Even I, I feel like I'm a little bit more free now that I know that my books are out there. Yeah. If they were still in my head, I would still be traumatized. Yes. <laughs> Every day, I'll be thinking, gosh, Kamapala, you need to get this out there. You need to get this out there. So that is trauma in itself. And for me, I'm just really grateful that you have a platform like Today I'm Alive, a podcast where you get to share how we can get out of that trauma in different ways. The tips that you give us. Yeah, really grateful. Grateful oh, for you. That, I'm so grateful. Well, we're coming to the countdown time of, you know, epilogue. And this yeah. has been such a fruitful discussion. I mean, I would not like it to stop, but I know we have to take our small steps and continue growing. And yes, uh, there's a question I usually ask my um, guests when they come on Today I'm Alive. Now, what does it mean when I when it says today I'm alive? What does it inject in you today in this moment I'm alive? Can you oh, share God. that with me? Yeah, <laughs> today I'm alive. Even just saying it out loud, you know, there's just like that freedom that comes with saying today, today, right? Because, hey, tomorrow is not promised. The past is in the past. Mm -hmm. Today, this moment, I am here. I'm doing what I need to do because I don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. I don't know if I will even get the opportunity to see it tomorrow. So today in this moment, I am alive and I'm going to make the most of it. 
Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. And is there any way um anyone can contact you? Do you have like Instagram? You know, if you can just share um with yeah. them before we wrapped up, it would be very, very thank um thank very you for the opportunity and thank you so much for having me on your beautiful podcast. I encourage you who's listening, please go out there, share, share today. I'm alive. Get other people listening to how they can elevate themselves out of trauma with this amazing podcast. Um Margarita has been a real, you know, a presence, a force in my life. She's just come and just, dis, you know, discombobulate. Is that a word? Bulldozes <laughs> <laughs> her way with love. And you're like, oh, you know, because that's who she is. Big oh. presence. Anywhere she goes, you know, just shines, shine, oh. shine, shine. Anyway. Say, sorry. Go on, Margarita. Yeah, your Instagram. Is there and someone how... If your Instagram and, and just a bit about your, you know, wrapped up. You have about five minutes about okay. your business, what you do and how you can help people. Thank you so much again for the opportunity. So um, if you want to connect with me, which I would really love, um, you can find me on Instagram. Um, my name is really simple to pronounce or even spell out. I think when you start typing my name, I'm the only account that comes up hello because i've got such a unique name so if you start to type k a m a p for papa a l a kamapala i will automatically come up fact we've tried it i've researched it so once you start typing my name um, my name kamapala kamapala underscore c because c is my surname so kamapala c is how you will find me on instagram and on Twitter as well. And I'm now on TikTok too. Hello. <laughs> so you can Ooh. find me there. And, um, on www.kamapalasi.com. So I just keep it really simple so people can find me. And if if you even Google my name, hello, you can find me too. Kamapala Chikuka. I will come. <laughs> and your books and your books Thank are you. where is your books available? Where is the books available? Um, Kami, your books. Where is it available? Amazon. They're available on Amazon. You, if you start typing Kamapala Chikuka, I will come up on Amazon. Amazon, and then you can also buy my books, or you can find my books as well on um, on my website, which is Kamapala www.kamapalac.com. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. Well, you know, it's been it's been such a wonderful and a joy having you on the show today. Yeah. You know, the changing face of motherhood, and this is what you know, Kami is doing. She's changing it. I mean, helping children to see the difference and diversity of how, you know, they can look at life, etc. So for yeah. the name depth of my heart and my soul, I thank you so much, Kami, for being on today and I'm, I'm alive. Thank you so much. Now I'm going to do my ending bit, so just bear with me. Okay. My name is Margaret Aberdeen. Tune in next week for another rocketing episode of Today I'm Alive. Share with your friends and family and follow us on Facebook and Instagram. To hire me for talks and events, please email me at info at margaretaberdeen.com. Today I'm alive. Today I'm alive. And I'm feeling good. <laughs>